How do you do? How do you do, podcast family? I hope you are well. I bless you and I thank you for joining us again. If this is your first time, welcome, welcome, welcome to you. If this is your many times tuning in, then it is a special welcome to you and thank you. I offer season greetings to you as well because we are in the season of the Lord's birth. So it is season greetings. And this is your girl, MGW, and this is another episode of The Spoken Word. For today's episode, I just want to remind us about this love of God. The fact that nothing at all, absolutely nothing at all, can separate us from this awesome, wonderful, a song says, reckless love of God. And as I mentioned, you know, the song, Reckless Love of God, I'm definitely going to play a part of that song. And I'm also going to read about six verses of scripture and then we will pray and that will be our episode for today. So again, I do not own any copyrights to any song played on these podcasts, but I'm going to play Reckless Love. Um, I think this one is from Corey Ashbery, this version. But again, we own no copyright to that. So I'm just going to go ahead and play this in your airing. And as you listen to this song, may you recognize that, you know, you are being spoken to. So after the song, then we're just going to go right into six verses. So here it goes. Reckless Love.
And that's it. That, that's a song that I know so many of us are familiar with. But it, it is timeless. And I like that it, it transcends. It, it's not just a song. But it, it is deeply rooted in scripture. Because it, it, it is speaking about even before formation. And the point that we want to bring across in this episode is that there is absolutely nothing at all that can change that overwhelming reckless love of God for you so it doesn't matter what it is that you have done it doesn't matter how you may be feeling about a particular situation or situations the love of God still stands I like that the song says you know it 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 it, it chases you down it chases me down and it doesn't stop until we are found it leaves the 99 until it comes to the one i don't know if you are the one i don't know if you are the one that the love of god is just saying hey i still love you like you, you can't change you can't alter you you can't even turn away from my love because i'm still coming after you i'm still chasing after you and so I just want to um, share a passage of scripture from Romans 8. And I'll be using the Passion Translation for this one. It says, I'm going to take from verse 32 to about the end, which is the 39th verse. 
And it says, for God has proved his love by giving us his greatest treasure, the gift of his son. And since God freely offered him up as the sacrifice for us all, he certainly won't withhold from us anything else he has to give. Who then would dare to accuse those whom God has chosen in love to be his? God himself is the judge who has issued his final verdict over them, not guilty. Who then is left to condemn us? Certainly not Jesus, the anointed one. For he gave his life for us. And even more than that, he has conquered death and is now risen, exalted and enthroned by God at his right hand. So how could he possibly condemn us since he's continually praying for our triumph? Who could ever separate us from the endless love of God's anointed one? Absolutely no one. For nothing in the universe has the power to diminish his love toward us. Troubles, pressures, and problems are unable to come between us and heaven's love. I just want to read this little part again, just this sentence. Troubles, yes, troubles. Pressures that we know about and problems that we face every day, every minute, and every second are unable, unable to come between us and heaven's love. What about persecutions, deprivations, dangers, and death threats? No, for they are all impotent to hinder omnipotent love. Even though it is written, all day long we face death threats for your sake, God. We are considered to be nothing more than sheep to be slaughtered. Yet, even in the midst of all these things, we triumph over them all. For God has made us to be more than conquerors. And his demonstrated love is our glorious victory over everything. So now I live with the confidence that there is nothing in the universe with the power to separate us from God's love. I'm convinced that his love will triumph over death, life's troubles, fallen angels, or dark rulers in the heavens. There is nothing in our present or future circumstances that can weaken his love. Let's repeat that verse. There is nothing in our present or future circumstances that can weaken his love. 39th and the last verse. There is no power above us or beneath us, no power that could ever be found in the universe that can distance us from God's passionate love, which is lavished upon us through our Lord Jesus, the anointed one. The words taken from Romans 8 into our hearts and into our spirits right now. I believe that, that Paul was literally writing this not just to the Romans, but to all of us who are privileged to hear this word being spoken today. No wonder we are called the spoken word. Because there is something about the spoken word. The spoken word it brings revelation, it brings light, it brings hope, it brings restoration. And so we are 
being reminded that we are restored into the beautiful, wonderful, endless love of God. Right before you decided to click on this link to listen what was being said for today, all of that, all of all of every weight, every burden, every every circumstances, every feeling, every every problems, every trouble, every pressure that you were feeling, just hearing, hearing and believing the word of God that says nothing, none of what you're feeling can separate you from God's love is restoration. None of what you felt yesterday. As a matter of fact, we can even go further as the word said to us. Nothing that we will experience tomorrow. You and I don't know about tomorrow. We do have plans for tomorrow. We have plans for next week. We have plans for next year. Of course, we are anticipating the new year. Some of us, we are already on our vision board and we have our new year's resolution. But we really do not know what the next year holds. But we know who holds the next year. We know who holds it. And he is telling us, in no uncertain term, that there is nothing at all, that there is no power in the future that can separate us from this, 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 this love that he has for us. There is no greater love. There is no greater love. So some of us, we are in families and we're in relationships and we feel so loved and admired. But I'm still telling you that there is a love that surpasses all of those love. If by chance you are at the end where you feel unloved and you're wondering, why, can I, why, why can't I feel loved? What, what is missing? And you identify that what is missing is love. There is a love that cannot be, it, it cannot be compared to human love. And this is the love of Christ. This is the love of Christ. And, and that is the encouragement to us that the burdens, they are, they are heavy. Of course, the word of God tells us to cast all the burdens, all the cares, everything that we're bothered about on him. But the truth is sometimes we put it down right now. But the minute we move away from where we have lodged and, and, and dispatched that problem, then we take it back up. It's as if it has gotten so accustomed or we've gotten so accustomed to it that we can't go on without it. And so we go back in search of it just to carry it. But even with all of that, even when we have disappointed God so many times, countless times, I don't know about you, but I am just a recipient of God's grace. But with all the disappointments that we would have meted out to him, it does not change his love for us. It does not change his love for you. You may have even told some lies earlier. You may have fornicated. You may have committed adultery. You may have done things that are not pleasing unto God. Even with that, he's not pleased with the actions, but it has not changed his love for you. In our humanness, we have degrees of love. So when someone is in favor with us, then of course there is just a, a, a wonderful, sweet love for them. The minute they have done wrong to us and, unforgi and, and unforgiveness comes in, 
chances are, I'm not saying this is always the case, but chances are the degree of love that we had for them, it has changed. It is now lower. It's not as high and as intense and as strong as it was before because we are reciprocating, reciprocating, sorry, based on just the situations and what would have altered the love. God is not like that. He, he, he just cannot. It's not in God. It's not of God to love us any less, irrespective of what we have done. I hope you are feeling restored and revived and refreshed and loved, especially loved through the word of God. You may be lacking love in some areas, but there is just a love that doesn't change. There is a love that is unmetered. It, it flows. I like that when we listen to the song, the song spoke about just this love going, going through anything just to rescue, just to say, hey, I love you. I love you. I truly, truly love you and care for you in spite of. You know you're in spite of. I'm just echoing the word of God into your heart that God loves you. Yes, he loves you. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we are happy. We're truly happy that we are recipients of this great love. Your word says that you love us so much that your only son, you, you, you freely gave your only son so that we can live. And it's only through love while we are still here. It's only through your love while we are able to, 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 to hear what you are saying unto us because your love has kept us. There were so many days and nights and moments and hours and maybe minutes not even too far gone that we thought that, yes, this time we have truly failed you. This time we have truly wronged you and there is no coming back. But we thank you that your love restores. We thank you that your love forgives. We thank you that your love heals. We thank you that your love sustains. We thank you that your love strengthens. You spoke so loudly, so clearly through your word that there is absolutely nothing at all in all creation, in all the universe that can separate us from this love. There is no condemnation, absolutely no condemnation. It doesn't matter the verdict that the enemy would want to place on us. You spoke so clearly to say that the verdict you have is not guilty because you are able to look beyond our faults. You're able to look beyond our flaws. You're able to look beyond our weaknesses and our insufficiencies and see your son, Jesus Christ. Every time you look at us, what you see is what your son have done. He went to the cross. He freely gave his life and he gave his life so that we, we right now can just speak about a love. We, we can just wrap ourselves right now in your love to know that we are indeed loved. We are loved by the greatest lover. And so, Heavenly Father, we ask even now that 
for those of us who feel so unloved and our emotions are so raw and we are grappling with rejection, we are grappling with isolation and loneliness and just just even fear that the enemy has placed on us. We ask that you will just wrap such a person so tightly and so warmly in your embrace. It's even a season when we reflect on the fact that you were born. It doesn't matter when you were born. The fact is that you were born and you, you, you were born so that you could die for us to live. And that's a reason why we celebrate you in this time. And so there, Father, I ask, we pray that in the season, there, there are persons who are by themselves. They are without families and they are without friends. But we ask even now that as your word says that you are the friend who is closer than a brother, that you will become somebody's close, close friend, somebody's close companion right now. You, you, you will become the lover of their soul according to your word, that you will be physically felt as you are spiritually felt, dear Father. We ask Almighty God that we will walk in the freedom and the liberty of this word, that nothing shall separate us from your love. No low feelings, no nothing at all that the enemy would want to place on us. Not our circumstances, not our situations, not our deeds. Absolutely nothing at all. Because you cannot love us any less, neither can you love us anymore. And we thank you for the constant love that you lavish up on us. Even when we are undeserving, even when we've just broken your heart another time, the love is still there and it is still flowing. Right now, we, we, we pull on your love and we say, thank you for loving us. Thank you for loving me. That's actually a, a local song that whenever I hear that song, I consider it to be a love song to you, Lord, because thank you for loving me. I'm undeserving of your love and I know others will join with me to say we are undeserving of your love because we're not even able to, to, to start to love you the way that we ought to. But yet you are there loving us, giving us the greatest love ever possible. And we thank you. May our hearts, our broken hearts be healed by this rich love of you, this overwhelming love overwhelm someone with your love today so that every broken areas of their heart and their lives will be mended, mended because you are a healer. You heal us through your love. You heal us through your grace and your mercies. Your word says every morning, your mercies, they are new. Your grace, they are new. And we thank you. We thank you for the newness as we thank you for your love. Lord, we just thank you. We have so much to give you thanks for. And we truly thank you. These and other mercies we ask. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. Spoken word family, I hope that you are feeling rejuvenated and refreshed and loved. I hope you are feeling loved. If you have not heard these words, I truly want to say these words to you. I'm not sure when was the last time you heard these words? Because the reality is some of us, we, we long to hear these words. We have not heard these words and we're wondering. But I stand in the gap to tell you, I love you. I love you. And I know that God loves you best. <laughs> he loves you best. He loves you more. 
Have an awesome day, night, season, whatever time you decide to tune into this. Just bask in the love of God. And I encourage you to read that passage of scripture for yourself. So it's Romans 8, 32 to 39. As a matter of fact, you can even read read earlier, um, earlier verses in that passage. And if you want to listen to that song again, I encourage you to listen it again. Because yes, the love of God, it is overwhelming. It is reckless and it is still chasing after you. It wants to chase after you. So love and blessings until we meet again. This is your girl MGW signing out.